T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon and happy Wednesday to everybody. Dusty Hera, no Danny Meringue. He's not here. He gone. But he'll be back tomorrow. Um, Will Ortner is across from me. And everybody, I have uh, something that we, we need to address right off the get-go. Um, Will Ortner is the winner of a nine-leg parlay. I am. A nine-leg parlay bet. And to you, my friend, I congratulate you. Congratulations, Will Ortner. Everybody out there needs to congratulate Will Ortner with a small round of applause to start this show. I think I everyone should take a moment of silence for the greatness that mm. I established last night. Well, I went out and I dominated the board. Okay. You hit a nine-leg parlay. How much did you uh, wager on the nine-leg parlay? I'm not going to ask you how much you won. How much did you wager on the nine-leg parlay? Well, I want everyone to know that we don't unit shame here. Some of we us, do not unit shame. Some of us don't make as much as people make at McDonald's right now, okay? Yeah, no. And that's a tough part for some of us. But it was a $2 wager. That's what I'm talking about. It, well, it's a nine-leg parlay. Anything more than $2, I'd, I'd call you ir- irresponsible right off the bat. Well, no, I'm, re- I'm a responsible gambler. I listen. You are responsible. I listen to the things that we say. I bet you what are. I can afford to lose. And the the nice thing right now is I'm not losing. Yes. All right. Now let's get down to the nuts and bolts. Okay. Give me your legs of this parlay. Because... <laughs> because how does one go and you uh, you are a prop man or you uh, are a player prop man prop god please um how does because if you were if you have if you have more than one or two games in this i'm going to be very worried about you cuz then you're just playing old sports action at that point what was your nine leg parlay my friend okay so i had, it's a combination of two same game parlays yeah I had Lori Markinen over 24 and a half points. I had Lori Markinen over 35 points and rebounds combined. Oh my God. I had De'Aaron Fox over 22 and a half. I had okay. Sabonis over 19 and a half. Clarkson over 20 and a half. And Mike Conley over six and a half assists. 
And then in the other game, I had Giannis over 31 and a half points. That was easy. Didn't even have to sweat that one. No, you did not. No, that that was the smartest bet anyone made yesterday. The, the, uh, Lori Markinen. Okay, continue. Go ahead. I had Porzingis for over 20 and a half, and I had Brooke Lopez for over five and a half rebounds. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about, buddy. Just nailed it. Well, here's the best part is on, I think it was Friday. Yeah, on Friday. I had made the exact same uh, Jazz <laughs> and Sacramento Kings bet, except I had Markinen for over three and a half threes, and he didn't hit it. So I was mad. I felt like that was a challenge unto me. Yeah. And so I just ran it back, and I took away his three-pointers. Buddy, we found this out yesterday, that you hold grudges against players, uh, I, I hold, and it's unfair. No, I hold people to bets. the standard. No, I don't. I don't hold unfair grudges. You have a standard and you are supposed to compete at that standard. Okay. It's not my fault if you don't compete to that standard. <laughs> and then I rip you in the film room. That's not my fault. This is this is former player written all over it right now. Yes. And, and you now, Laurie Markinen. I love him. He, that was the one you were white knuckling. He's my favorite, like, awkward. I, he has taken over because, yeah. like, I kind of look. I'm kind of angry at Nurk right now. You He's made Nurk. me a little grumpy. Okay, that well, okay, but this is none, none too well, none too use of Nurkic is doing. This is on you, buddy. Why? You no, it's like not. Nurk. All he had to do Absolutely was he is. had 14 you, points, you and I had him your... for 14 and a half, <laughs> and he had it in the third quarter against the stupid Houston Rockets. Okay, they don't have any big men. Okay, here's the thing, Ortner. You take your one and two dollar bet. And you can shove it where the sun don't shine. That ain't on Nurk. That's on you, brother. Well, I don't attack Nurk. I just, <laughs> I just let people know that he was not playing up to the standard. I, I believe in more for Nurk. Hey, he's a great player. I am so proud of you. That hey. is a nine-game parlay. Okay, mm-hmm. and you did. It's a responsible amount of money that you threw down. It is. That is a a great success story. Okay. It's a rags to riches. I'm, I'm proud. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I am very proud of you. Uh, but the text line's going to knock you down a peg because I knew they would. Why? Uh, this one says, Ortner came to work drunk again. Can't speak. <laughs> They're haters and losers. <laughs> Can't speak good. Well, that's that's a <laughs> this different is thing. great. All right. That's Ortner's, a different thing. Ortner's humbleness really shining through. <laughs> well, Why would I be humble? You, you shouldn't I'm be. never going to be humble you about your, this. You take your damn victory lap. Exactly. Uh, P1 Rufio, oh boy, here we go with a nine-leg parlay golf clap. Now, if Odyssey only paid you guys enough for the $5 bet instead of the $2 bet. Well, now Ort will convey that make that $5 bet. No, I took, no, I took that money to, out. See, that's a smart move. I took the money out. That's I'm not going to be tempted with what, that demon. That's what we call fiscal responsibility. Exactly. Uh, congrats. Finally, not bitching about taking another giant L. <laughs> it wasn't a giant L. It is not uh, my it's fault. It's a two dollar L. But look, yes. that, see, and this is this is why your nerk irrational nerk. I'm not going to call it hatred. It's not irrational. It's disdain. It's over two dollars or one dollar. That was over but... three. <laughs> that was over three. Oh my gosh! Hey, dude, three dollars is a big deal for me. That's like ten minutes of work. Oh man, you are. Oh, you just gave yourself a raise in that math right there. Bubba. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> it's really I'm like gonna, twenty minutes of work. I'm not gonna let that just one slide wait on a that. Minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. You gave yourself a raise with that ten minutes. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That that is right. how I determine when I meet like new people in public. I 
like depending yeah. on what they think of radio and if they think it's like a yeah. high paying profession depends on if I tell them I'm a radio person mm. or if I'm a teacher. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> if they seem like nice and sweet, I tell them I'm a teacher. Yeah. It's good. They seem kind of mean. I tell them I'm in radio. See that that you're already learning the ways of the world. Well, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're either molding minds or uh, degenerate. And look, un- unfortunately, you're both. Every no, everyone has to have a vice. If you don't have a vice, then you're weird. Oh, I was talking about just working in radio. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That'll get you. That'll get get (laughs) you. That's true. I was here like the day after Christmas. I was here on New Year's Eve. Oh, Winning bets. Won all my bets that day, too. I'm really proud of you, though. Um, I I just want to say I'm I'm very happy. It was the the win of the night last night. Oh, it was. Anybody out there? I think it's the play of the year. I I don't know if anyone has had a better play this year than me. That's a good. That's a good day. A good day at the office there, um, which begs a question about that person that said, "Well, Ortner came to work drunk again." I'm just tired. Did, I'm did having you, a sleeping did issue. Did you celebrate? Well, well, yeah. You're you're probably partying all night long. No, after, I wasn't. Winning a nine leg parlay thanks to a Lori Markinen three pointer with 20 seconds left is beautiful on a team that a guy that hit a three pointer. To continue a five-game losing streak, and you're the winner out of that. Yep, that right there. I'm gonna buy a thrill. jersey. I think I'm his number one fan now, buddy. He may be traded by the time you buy that jersey, but you should That's commemorate fun. it by a Utah Jazz jersey. It's the only reason to own a Utah Jazz jersey now. <laughs> but now, because they were wearing their throwbacks last night to the to the late nineties, it needs to be it needs to be that jersey. Yeah. You can't get one of the new highlighter ones. No, exactly. Well, I mean, all the old jerseys are sweet. The new jerseys are ugly, and I can't get a Stockton or Malone one. I just refuse to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a good person. <laughs> uh, this text five zero three two five zero ten eighty one vice. Are we allowed to have more than one? More than that? I mean, yeah, that gets into risky territory, though. Yeah, you can. Well, no, but then, see, you can't have no vices. I can be convinced of two vices, but if yeah. you have no vices, then you're probably a serial killer. Because, like, how many people do you see that are, like, super cookie cutter? Then mm. way after the fact, you find out that they're a gigantic piece of crap. You got to have one. Uh, quite a few. That happens often. That's what I'm saying. That happens uh, quite often. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. So you you got to have one vice. But it's got to be like something that you can control. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. I don't know why when you said that my mind went to like the guy who's bit always like cookie cutter and we've always Tim Tebow's a guy that we we still haven't found his down maybe it's quarterbacking. We haven't <laughs> found his downfall yet. I was going to say I think his downfall is it it's going to come and it's going to come hard and fast. See, I don't I, I mean I just don't see he's made it this far. Russ Russ. Ru- Russ, Russ, and people hate Russ. Why? Because he's, he's annoying. Cutter. He's got no no he's vices. Cutter. Oh man. Okay. Uh, we started off with a, a good round of applause for Ortner. Congratulations, man. I'm really happy for you. I am happy for you. Um, and I appreciate it. That that 20 minutes of work bet that you placed yesterday. Are you joining the Willettes? I will never follow you in any way, shape, or form. I'm Why not? Of you right now. You should be. What is a Willette? Those are my supporters. It's like Taylor Swift has the Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties. Beyonce has the Bayhive. You yeah. can be a Willette. Would oh, you like to be a Willette? No, a Willette. Uh, that just indicates that, like, I, I am also you're a supporter of me, but I'm also a female supporter of you. No, because Et would be 
uh, a female, which I'm gender. I'm, I'm gender. I, it's a gender, gender neutral. Positive. It's uh, gender positive here. I was gonna say, hold on. It's a it's a gender neutral term. <laughs> it's a it's a one size fits all. You can be male or female and be a Willette. Okay. You don't have to judge people. Like, just come on in. Yeah. I mean, you are my radio mentor. <laughs> yeah. I died. It, it would I be am. a shame for you not to be a Willette. I think you should call them the Willies. I'm not gonna walk around with a bunch of willies hanging out with me, though. I don't know if I if I'm cool with that. Nah, it it does give the creepy connotation that should be there. See, but no, 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 no. Don't make it into a creepy thing because willettes not. are not creepy. They're they're the backbone of this economy. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. heroes. Yes, they I can are. guarantee you, they are not. Yes, they are. They're do <laughs> they're right now. They're blue collar people. They work hard <sighs> and they just want to play hard too. Oh man, I don't I I don't subscribe to that. Um. How about can I be Willette adjacent? <laughs> well, then you're not supporting me. You're I'm either with right me or you're year. against me. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm going to be a fair weather Willette. How about that? <sighs> we are not with you or against you. You cannot play that card because I'll go against you in a minute. I don't want you to go against me. We've had such a good. <laughs> we've had such a good twelve yeah. minutes on this All show. Right. Here we go. I'm going to put up on Twitter. Then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put up a poll. Uh. Should it be the Willettes or the Willies? Because we already have somebody te- texting in saying, "No, no, no, no. Your supporters should be the Willies. They should be. They should." Do yes. I have to? Do I have to abide by the poll? You, you, absolutely, you do. It's That's fair. Binding. I'm a man of the people. You, you are. Um, <laughs> but Will Ortner and the Slick Willies. <laughs> I, w- I would love to have a bunch of people come up to me in public and be like, "Will, I'm a Slick Willie. I've been following you for years." Like, I can't uh, wait. Your greeting is like a wet willy. <laughs> yes. Just lick your finger and stick it in That's, the other person's ear. I would like people to greet me that way, actually. <laughs> I want someone in public to be like, I'm a will, I'm a slick willy, and the, to give me a wet willy. The, I want to see the, that happen. The little willies? <laughs> uh, no, I'm 6'5". We are the big willies. No, everybody else is little willies because you're always bigger than them. No, oh, that's fair. There we go. I like that. Your supporter are the little willies. What about the medium-sized, perfectly average willies? <laughs> perfectly yeah. acceptable. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, congrats, Ortner. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I, I might release this next one. Oh, oh, the lead pipe lock. The lead pipe Lil Willie I'm not call, lock of I'm the not, day. I'm not calling anything a lock here. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying I All might, right. like, there were tweets at me that said, I want to follow your your games so that I can hype you up. That was a real tweet. Okay, well, don't. Your mom needs to stop tweeting that one. It, it, that man is very bald who tweeted <laughs> at me. <laughs> I've seen the picture. <laughs> All right. He is a he is a P one though, so I'm excited. Okay, do not do not subscribe. You need to put a disclaimer in your bio on Twitter immediately. Betting do advice, I? Betting advice should not be taken seriously. Oh no! Yes, no. What, Actually, what are the nothing rules? in your world must be taken seriously? No, dude, never believe anything that I say. But also, like, I have right. proof that I won. The but you beliefs. should take everything with uh, a grain of salt. It was the first thing Sprague said to me today. Like he came what? out and he goes, he had a big old smile. And he goes, "Let me see it." I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. It's a great day. It is a great. It's a great day. day. Uh, who's who's run that line that that Ortner has been on, where you've got a lot a big parlay, mm-hmm. and it's just I mean it's small money we're talking here. Well, but when you have that you. parlay on the line, well, two dollars. We're talking two dollars. <laughs> your your bet. Is I $2. won big money. 
You sure, you sure did for your world. Um, <laughs> yes. But for a nine-leg parlay for $2 and what the return is on some on a nine-leg parlay like that, mm-hmm. which the, the, re, the return is, is sizable because of how ridiculous it is to pull something like that off and how the planets need to align just perfectly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody who's who's ridden that high and low of when Laurie Markkinen misses and you don't hit, or when Luca has a sixty point triple double with only two three pointers instead of three three pointers, the the fact that he already got outshined by Donovan Mitchell, like maybe he would have had eighty if he would have shot more threes. Yeah, um, it's on him. <laughs> sure, it was sure a good is. it was a good game, not a great game. Uh, but this to me. Everybody can relate that's been there. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, my God, yes. Yes. It, it was exciting. Like, that was one of my biggest thrills in a casino or betting situation was late at night in Vegas. My dad, he always told me, because we wore the same number in high school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, remember to put some money on 22. So late at night, rolling through the MGM with my buddies, I walk up with confidence to a table, and I said, 22 on 22. Threw it down on the table. There was one Asian man sitting at the table and wearing sunglasses, and he just looked at me. And uh, when the roulette, uh, I don't even know what they're called. They're not a dealer. No, they go, uh, final bets. He goes, he looked at me, and it was like, no, that guy knows what he's talking about. So he he matched the bet. Ooh. Wheel spins, hits. Whole table goes, just goes nuts. nuts. Like we just went nuts. Like it was because I was with a bunch of buddies and this one man and <laughs> random and Asian man. He was so pumped for us, <laughs> but we hit twenty two on twenty two and we had a great night after that. You got to. I mean, it was in that it's that thrill of there's no. I have no business with. I just walked up to a random table. I had walked by so many roulette tables to that point. It was our last mm-hmm. night. In Vegas, and I was like, okay, I got to do this. I put it down, and boom. It was like, yes! the yes. Odds. What are the odds? <laughs> and as the ball was spinning around, we were looking up at, like, the previous numbers that it hit. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the list of, like, the last 10 or 15, like, 22 had hit recently. And I was like, oh, oh God, well, we're not going to win this. And then, boom, the party went nuts. It was it was great. And we had a great night after that. That's divine intervention right there, buddy. It was – well – it's the planets aligning. It was faded. It's the planets aligning. And for you last night, the planets aligned, Will. They hit. Oh, they hit. Man. All right. We got a great show uh, lined up for you. Brooke Olsen Dam, uh, Portland Trail Blazers sideline reporter. She will join us at 1 o'clock. Uh, we will talk the Blazers, but also uh, coming out of the DeMar Hamlin situation in uh, Cincinnati um, is how quickly and how promptly – the the medical staffs acted and saving the life of Demar Hamlin uh, because of CE, CPR and AEDs uh, being a, a, they had protocols in a plan in place to go and execute um, in the event that something like that would happen and it saved Demar Hamlin's life and we do have an update on Demar Hamlin that we will get to uh, Brooke Olsen Dam um, she has Brooke Hearts Your Heart uh, and she does it every February. I know it's early January, but I called her and I said, man, uh, I think this is a great opportunity to to spread the awareness. She said, I agree. Let's let's do this. So we're going to talk about that. 
um, and how you can get trained in CPR and AED use um, and how you can make sure that uh, those devices are widely available um, because it is kind of jarring when you when you think about how they're not in every building. They're not in workplaces or even in high schools where uh, every high school where, you know, athletics are happening and, and these events could happen. So uh, Brooke's going to join us at 1. we got Ryan Horvat at 1.30, BetQL Network Insider. I've got to ask him. I, I have to have you lay down that nine-leg parlay for Hor- Horvat at 1.30. He's going to love me so much. He he, he is. He, he de- Well, he's going to get excited. We all know. We all know. Um, 503-250-1080 is the text line. Where we got to start this show, um, the update to uh, DeMar Hamlin, and where do we go from here? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Yeah, Spider-Man and Freeze in full effect. Uh-huh. Ready, Ron? I'm ready. All right, it's uh, it's 1224. We're way behind, but we're celebrating Will Ortner's wins, and and those should be celebrated. Um, We do have an update to the DeMar Hamlin situation, Uh, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, uh, who had a cardiac event. Uh, Yesterday, late in the evening, his uncle uh, did an interview and said he's still on a ventilator, but getting 50% oxygen instead of 100% oxygen. Uh, and and added, he still has a chance to get better, um, and that was a great part that that I took from it. But um, his friend, marketing manager, um, did an interview today um, where he kind of laid it laid it out there. And it is his, by the way, his name's Jordan Rooney. He's a marketing manager, friend of uh, Demar Hamlin, and he met with ESPN's um, Cameron Wolf or. And this is what he had to say. The news that we will share today is um, we've got some some positive steps in the right direction. So still has a long ways to go. But in terms of what the doctors want to see, um, it's positive. I I know you can't get too deep into that because they haven't even shared all of that. But what does positive steps, what does that look like from what they've told you? To be honest, that's all I got. Just that in terms of what they were looking for and hoping to see overnight, 
they got they got that they got what they needed and that's huge news that is huge news because um you know he says that's all i got right now nobody wants to go into the details yet because uh they are scarce but um i I think that that is great news because tests right now when you have a guy who's been sedated um and, and look this is from the medical experts that aren't the ones because this is one thing this is so tight-lipped with the uc medical center but the people who are experts in this field say that where you usually go is to um the the neurology tests and because when you lose oxygen you have to be resuscitated that is a big one and that this is kind of the timeline to where you get those neurology tests um, and if those are coming back positive, that is that is fantastic. Any positive news is fantastic at this point for uh, Demar Hamlin. So that is the update from uh, from the people that are close to him, and that's very encouraging news. That as this has been progressing, it is positive news so far for Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I, I think the big thing for me too was uh, hearing that they were able they had to flip him on his stomach, but now they got to flip him back over. Um, and, and reading up on that and how that affects the lungs, like for his lungs to be back in a position to where you can flip him back over on his back, mm. it just is so encouraging. But, uh, what struck me is like, I remember as soon as I got home, like I kept reading Twitter, expecting that instant update of like, Oh, don't worry. He'll be okay. And it, it's really weird. Not like, you know, being two, three days into it, not being able to get a instant reaction. And I know that's how these types of issues are. It takes days, sometimes weeks, months yep. to get the full story. But we're so conditioned to be able to just like go on Twitter and be like, oh, this is what the injury was. Yep. Or this is what happened. And, and I, I think that as we move forward, uh, this is actually really good on, on a lot of fronts, is that we have so many different, pathways where we're getting news from and and we get it immediately and there are things that take time I think the really good news out of all of this with Damar Hamlin is there was at first an an overreaction and it's starting to quiet down and um, everybody is starting to kind of just let the dust settle and let the facts come out and a lot of folks jumped on the NFL and down the NFL's next very quickly. Zach Taylor did a, co- a press conference today, mm-hmm. um, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he even mentioned it. He said, look, we're not – the NFL wasn't pressuring us. Like, it was never a question in our minds. We weren't going to play that game. It was just we finally got around to talking about it, and we finally said it. And so that whole five minutes thing, did they really give them five minutes? Were they pressuring? No, but that is what the protocols are. It's what the standards are. And this mm-hmm. is why yesterday I was saying – Look, I don't I don't blame ESPN for saying that. I don't the I don't blame the NFL for saying, "All right, this is our checklist of of events when something like this happens." And then what do we do? We we move forward when we give a 5-minute warning. It there was no pressure from the league to play this game. But here's the problem with the NFL. The problem with the NFL is that they have been so bass backwards on their handling of player safety. Yes, that they have not gotten the benefit of the doubt, and they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. But when the league handles something the right way, I think we we should acknowledge that they have handled this the right way. If you look at player safety and the way that the Demar Hamlin situation was handled from start to finish, it was a freak accident, right? And, and what? Because that, that's a normal play. 
Yep. That is a normal tackle. It was the impact to his chest caused something that is not normal mm-hmm. in the game of football. We don't see this very regularly uh, in, in football, especially. You see it in baseball. You see it in lacrosse. You see it in combat sports. This ain't it. You don't see it in, in the game of football very often. These are big, fast, strong human beings, and this was a one-in-a-billion situation, right? But the NFL had a plan in place to if something like this happens, how do the medical teams react? And they handled it perfectly. Yeah. And I do applaud the Bengals, the Bills, their medical teams, and the University of Cincinnati and the NFL for for having this plan in place that is required by the league to say, hey, we need to make sure that if anything like this happens, we can cross our T's, dot our I's, and make sure the players are, are safe. And it does look initially, and we're only a couple days out of this thing, we got a long way to go, oh, yeah. that DeMar Hamlin is alive right now because of that. And that's great news. The other one that I think it, it got brought up the other day, and I didn't really think about it until it got brought up yesterday, is – Everyone right away was calling for the game to be canceled right mm. when, you know, the injury happened or it was clear that it was going to take a while that there was something really, really wrong here with DeMar Hamlin. But a lot of pundits and the one that sticks out to me is Nick Wright is they didn't immediately cancel the game because they didn't want fans leaving and yeah. getting in the way. And that's something that like I would never have thought about, but it clearly had to have been in place or a part of that uh, plan that they had set out. Because it seems like when you look back on it now, you know, what, almost 48 hours removed, it seems like they followed it to a T and it has put him in the best situation possible to have a chance to fight for his survival. Yep. Uh, So that all of it is good news. But the NFL also updated what uh, what they're going to do with the Bills and Bengals or what could happen with the Bills and Bengals game. Um, And I know that uh, that is a that is now kind of what people are sitting there and they're looking at going, w- w- wait, what? The NFL, you had, you got to have some sort of plan in place because there's we're in the final week of the NFL season, and these are two playoff teams right now. Um, and the NFL actually addressed that on a conference call right before our show started. We'll get to that after Will with Sports. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. The fan. The NFL has updated us uh, as to where they're at with uh, the status of the Bills and Bengals game. And Troy Vincent, uh, executive for the NFL, uh, had a conference call today along with the VP, uh, Jeff Miller, who's in. Vincent said that, uh, and, and this is, again, the NFL handling player safety and concern for players. He said that his only interaction that he has had with the, uh, with Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor to this point is uh, how they are doing and how the mental health of the players and staff that were there on both sides are doing right now. Maybe you should talk to the players, Troy. Maybe that would be a good idea. Maybe, maybe they could tell you how they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they are they're actually casting a pretty wide net with their uh services to to both the Bengals Bills and anybody uh, across the league who kind of watching is having a tough time with it but uh they said that they do not have a plan right now on how they were going to handle this game um because of the fact that it is still 
something that they're not is not in the front of their mind. And it, it shouldn't be in the front of their mind right now. We know this. Uh, but there will be a time when it becomes very serious uh, as playoff seeding happens. And as you start this weekend as the final weekend of the regular season, uh, you currently have in the playoff race a, a race between the Chiefs and the Bills for the number one seed. Um, and, oh, by the way, the Bengals, they very well could have been if with a win in that conversation as well, heading into the final week of the regular season, um, as you have the 13 and three Chiefs, the 12 and three Bills, and the 11 and four Cincinnati Bengals. There's a reason why uh, so many people were excited to watch that game unfold on Monday Night Football is because of the the playoff implications that were there. It was supposed to be game of the year. I mean, it, it, it was going to be a points gasm all over the place. And now it is the NFL sitting there, and, and they said that they're looking at every option right now as far as w- whether or not they handle it like a COVID year where they try to wedge the game in, which would be wildly irresponsible after talking about <laughs> player, player safety, safety, player safety, player safety, and then having a midweek game after a game and then a wild card weekend. You're not doing that. So really, here's what we have. Uh, you either cancel this game and have a no contest, okay? Which then the NFL goes down to just win loss percentages, and and do you go? Okay, say Buffalo and Kansas City both win this weekend. Then at that point, Kansas City still's got a better win percentage than the Buffalo Bills because they just have a they have the same number of losses. Kansas City just has more wins. Mm-hmm. And then that negates the fact that Buffalo had a head-to-head victory and there should be a tiebreaker there. And Buffalo had a 24-20 head-to-head victory over the Kansas City Chiefs earlier in the year. And then you go, Kansas City also lost to the Cincinnati Bengals a few weeks ago. And the Bengals, had they entered this conversation, what happens if at some point you have, you have a the Bengals going wait raising their hand if since if Kansas City mm-hmm. loses this week and they're saying what if we would have beat uh, Buffalo and we have a head to head and we would have had a head to head over Buffalo and we would have had a head to head over Kansas City like they're raising their hand going uh, hello we deserve a spot at this and so a cancellation d- doesn't seem like one that that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense but then you also have from Kansas City's aspect saying. All right, if they lose this weekend, then all of a sudden they drop all the way down to the three seed because they never played a game. How do you handle this situation? There's going to be somebody that is griping no matter what, and that's why isn't the most reasonable thing just to say that this is a tie? I think it has to be, but I also think that the griping, that comes from fans. I don't think that's going to be coming from the players or from the coaches because a lot of those players and coaches – they're not worried about that right now. They're worried, obviously, about DeMar. But when it comes to a game, it's roll the ball out there and go play. I don't care if it's in New England or if it's down in L.A. or if you're in Texas or, you know, throw out an NFL city. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. What matters is going out and winning the game and playing the game. And I think in a lot of these situations, home field, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. With these three teams. Uh, I think it is because of the harsh conditions in all three. But they all three have the same similar harsh conditions. But but then you get the comforts of being at home 
on, on top of those, right? Like Buffalo weather and Kansas City weather and Cincinnati weather, it's going to be gnarly no matter what. And it's a buy. There's only one of them this year. The I guess and the I buy. That, that is, and that is huge. But to what you just said, I, I, I think that what folks are missing is, and I said this yesterday as part of it, with what is going on with their teammate in Buffalo, they don't care. No. They don't care. These tiebreaker scenarios, it is the last thing that is on their mind. I said this yesterday that, look, they could play not play this week against New England too, and those players, even though they were at at holding meetings today and a walkthrough today in Buffalo, they could not play this game against New England, and I think those players are going to be fine with it. They're just going to say, all right, let's get DeMar right, and then we will figure out and start going towards the playoffs. And, yeah. and then we, we'll focus on that. I, I could see a situation where the Buffalo may take it out of their hands and be like, yeah, you know what, screw it. But this, we're talking about a bye, though, and saying that, that home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah, but- it, is something, it is something that will be thought about at some point. It is the last thing on these guys' mind right now. But and that's why I give the, a little golf clap to the NFL again for not not forcing the issue here and saying we're going to make a decision right now because they've screwed up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They're not screwing this up right now because it, it who cares what happens in, in these tiebreaker situations? What matters is what the players are feeling. If the players are saying we don't care about it, then fans of any team, whether you're a Chiefs, Bengals, Bills fan, Shouldn't matter either. No, I completely agree. And, and yes, the buy is important. And yes, home field is important throughout. But was it all that important last year? You know what I mean? Was it all that important last year? Because neither team that went to the Super Bowl had the buy or had the home field throughout. True that. And it happens. I think it happens more often than it doesn't where you have teams that didn't get the bye or that, you know, they weren't the home field advantage team. They didn't win the conference in the regular season that go on and go to the Super Bowl. Now, I know it's a big deal, especially since now there's only one team that gets a bye. But I really do think that in these situations, it's more about what happens on the field or if there's an injury or who makes the right play call. If someone can have a, you know, a Kirby Smart type timeout on a fourth down when a team's going to go for a fake punt. It's stuff like that that's going to matter. It's not necessarily going to matter whether you're at home or whether you're not. Yeah, that it brings a little bit of comfort, but it's not going to be the reason you win a game. At least no. it shouldn't. No, because the the teams that we, we know that football is the war of attrition too, and you look at teams that are banged up across the league right now, uh, and you, you sit there and you go, that plays such a big role going back to what you were talking about last year is – uh, team depth, it, yeah. it, make, it makes a huge, huge factor as as the, the playoffs go on. So um, the NFL doing doing right by uh, the guys in Buffalo and in Cincinnati, too. Um, they're not making a call on it. They probably, they probably won't make a call on it either until after this weekend plays out because, again, there is a situation where you sit there and the games get played this weekend, and it's a moot point. Yeah. And, and it, it, at that point, it doesn't matter, right? It's sure. If Kansas City wins, it doesn't matter. Who cares? And then at that point, even the seeding doesn't really matter. Yeah. And if you really wanted to get into it, like if you had Buffalo 2, Cincinnati 3, just go neutral site. 
Yeah, uh, the, the neutral site. Just go neutral site. Neutral just, site conference championship game. Well, just something in the middle because then it, you could be like, well, it's not fair. There was this, there was that. But also at the same time, the fair is in August. So actually, sometimes you have to deal with it. I actually like that idea. Well, I'm very smart. And then the NFL. You heard about my parlay? <laughs> the NFL would 100% uh, monetize that, and we would probably see conference championship weekend oh, yeah. on a neutral site everywhere. Oh, 100%. Because I, they love making a buck off of anything they can. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I saw I saw someone on Twitter say, like, give the AFC playoffs, everyone gets a bye that first week while the NFC playoffs happen, and then Cincinnati and Buffalo would play that, like, no. while the NFC was playing, they would play. It just doesn't make sense. Because it's, then you would erase a bye before the you, uh, Super Bowl yes. for one of the teams or you'd add the an, NFC. Or you'd add another bowl. Or another buy, excuse me. You'd add another buy in there. It just it doesn't make yeah. sense. I think the NFL is just kind of crossing their fingers that Kansas City wins and then it's a moot point. It's true. True. And if Buffalo or Cincinnati lose this weekend, also. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. 503-250-1080. That is the fan Texan. Uh, we got some updates around the NFL and uh, injuries that could affect this week 18. Uh, the poll is up at Dusty underscore Hera. Uh, Will Ortner has a group of supporters. A poll is up to determine their name. Uh, it is either the Willettes or the Willies. Uh, I close this poll at the end of the show. It is legally okay. binding. I will. Yeah. I will adhere to it. This is not the House of Representatives where we're going to adjourn and come back tomorrow and we're going to get the results of this. No, we are going to we are going to run this poll. And we're going to get the vote in, and by 255.50, which is when we're supposed to break. <laughs> when we're supposed to be done. The, we This poll will be closed. Uh, at Dusty underscore Hera. Currently, uh, Willie's is the leader. 71.4% of the vote. I can't wait till I change my bio to Will Ortner, leader of the Willie's. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, that I, that is what I would be. It's like the Jersey Jerry Army or the yeah. T Swifties or whatever. Something is sure giving me the willies, and it's the name of that group. So you're the one absolutely. who came up with the name. You only have you to blame oh, no. for this. I prefer the Willettes. Uh, uh, well, you can go and vote at I, Dusty I underscore Hera. I did vote. Okay, so and I retweeted it, and the the Willettes are not mm. coming out in full force. Mm. Will Willettes? The don't. Willies are. <laughs> the Willies are coming right. out strong. So get your votes in at Dusty underscore Hera, um, and uh, we will determine the name of your following. Uh, we've got some injuries across the NFL that we are going to get to that have, uh, and some benchings that are going to determine Week 18 and your betting line. We'll get with that actually with a, a little bit with Ryan Horvat. Um, but there is something that. Uh, I saw the portal. The portal team is back at it again, and everybody may say the portal team is U- USC because of how they um, were the movers and shakers. They already had a talented roster. That's the that was the big complaint about uh, Clay Helton. What Lincoln Riley did is he went into the portal and made a talented roster, even more talented, by going and getting the best receiver, the best quarterback uh, in the country out of it. Got the final pieces. He sure did. 
the team that was not good but then went to the portal and got really damn good is UCLA. And they are at it again. Um, and they have gotten a guy that, I, I, if you watched any Maction, this is why being a degenerate Maction watcher pays off. Football on Wednesday nights is not good, but it's fun, okay? See, but here's the thing. I can't bet on those, so I, I'm not big on it. But I did see his SVP clip. Okay. His name is Carson Steele. He's a running back out of Ball State. 1,500 yards rushing, 14 touchdowns this season. He is going to UCLA. Um, he is he is a fun back to watch. He's uh, He's got flow, great hair coming out of his helmet. Yep. He is twitchy. He'll hurdle you guys. He is, he's addicted to hurdling. And he's... A, he, it looks very awkward because he's a white guy running down the field trying to hurdle dudes and actually successfully doing it, but he'll also lower his shoulder and run you over. So UCLA and Chip Kelly, they went to the portal. They got Zach Charbonnet. Uh, Charbonnet out. In comes uh, Carson Steele from the portal. I'm telling you, this is going to pay dividends for UCLA. He is a damn good running back. He is going to be fantastic with Chip Kelly in that offense. The Pac-12 is going to be, be good fun. next year. It is going to be fun. Super, super fun. And you missed out, though, on the most important attribute of steel. Mm. He has an alligator named Crocky. He is a pet alligator named Crocky. I did not know this. I'm pretty him. sure this is him. This guy is awesome. He is fantastic. Uh, okay. He runs the ball hard and you can tell he he plays hard afterwards too. He's my, he's might be my new favorite player. Well, after Lori Markinen, of course. His name is Cro yeah, he's got an alligator. It's named Crocky J. Um, Crocky J, that's what it was. Yeah, it resides yeah. in his hometown of Greenwood, Indiana. Uh it's a rather large crocodile alligator. Wait. Yeah, he said it has its own room. Like it has its own room in his house. All right, so this guy... It, he's awesome. He's the uh, uh, psycho. <laughs> Which makes him a great running back. Matt. And he's not a psycho. He's cool. Dude's rock. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty intense man. But, uh, my goodness, this is a very large alligator. He, I mean, it, okay. He can't... That thing's staying in Indiana. Because you're not, you're not going to... Why not? Jared Goff had a pool in his dorm room. No, nah, that was Josh Rosen. Well, Josh Rosen, that's even better because that's UCLA. They made him move that. Like, he had to get rid of that the next day. Well, that's lame. I had a hot tub at one point in a room. You did? Uh, I need to hear this story. Well, you could buy those inflatable. Um, yeah. You can buy the inflatable hot tubs. And so, like, a teammate got it. And then I was hanging out at the house, and I stayed for a couple days. And the hot tub was in my room, and I used it. Well, look at you. It was a great time. It was a great time until it accidentally got set on fire in uh okay it, no you not can't in just, the house you can't just end that story will that uh, yeah it was it, the the hot tub was great and then it accidentally caught on fire it didn't accident well it was accidentally put in a fire <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't by me i didn't do it you're you're blaming me here uh, it was very cool it was like he got it off a of sky mall and then when i was crashing at his place for a couple weeks while i waited to get into my house I was staying in the guest room, and that's where it was. So I was hanging out in the hot tub, all having right, a good old right, time. All right. Couldn't get any honeys to come back. That's a uh, that's unfortunate for me. No way. 
Yeah, in a shocking development. They didn't want to come hang out with the Bieber cut fat kid. Weird. (laughs) And so then, uh, look, there was one night. Some people had a few too many, and it got put in the fire. Got put in the fire. It got put in the fire. Sometimes things get put in the fire. Dude, you'd be shocked at how many things got put in the fire. I mean, you know your cars. Yep. Yep, cars will do that to you. Um, so you got a portal edition, Carson Steele. He's going to UCLA. That's a big one. That's right. That's what we were talking about. That's a big one. Uh, his alligator not in a fire. It's in a room. He's got a whole room for his gator. Um, but they get a big running back. That'll be huge. And then also uh, Oregon picking up a big commitment yesterday at the Under Armour All-American game. Four-star defensive lineman Ashton Porter. They dip into the state of Texas again, 6'3", 255. Um and at the Under Armour All-American game, he gave his pledge to the Ducks. He's from Cypress Ranch High School in Texas. And another Under Armour All-American, Oregon, continues to build up their defense. This is something that uh, Duck fans, you're going to need because everybody else loading up on offense in the conference. Dan Lanning's going on the other side of the and, ball. And he's doing it in the trenches. He's not like, yes, he's getting some corners and some safeties, but his big recruits, Ui Ungalale, mm. it's on it's on the D line, and that's where you're going to win, especially in the Pac-12. Because where do you see Pac-12 teams get bullied in bowl games? They get bullied by teams that have superior trench play, uh-huh. not necessarily superior skill players, but it's in the trenches. When Oregon finally started beating teams like that FSU team in the Rose Bowl, you know, all those years ago, it was because they finally started getting good O linemen and mm-hmm. good D linemen. That's exactly what you want, especially since I mean, shoot, just look at it. USC just had one of the best offensive performances ever, and they still lost because their defense couldn't do anything. You have a halfway decent offense that Oregon has, better than halfway decent, obviously, and then you you match a good defense with it. Coach Lanning's about to put his imprint on this conference. All right, uh, let's get to hour number two. We start with Brooke Olsendam, Trailblazer sideline reporter. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.